Welcome to Law in the Bush, a regional, rural, remote podcast by the University of New England's Law School. Hello, this is Guy Charlton, University of New England Law School. I'm here with my colleague, Professor Charles Chu, adjunct professor at UNE. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the projects that Charles is working on as part of his work with UNE. So, Charles, I'd like to ask you, how did, your, how did you come about here at UNE? How, what's your, your background in the work that you've been doing over the years to the present? Oh, yeah. I've been a law academic for um, about 21 years. Yeah, I started off as a level A academic at Griffith Law School in January of 1999. And then since then, I have worked with Apart from Griffith Law School, also City University of Hong Kong Law School, and also Murdoch Law School, as well as the Business School of Griffith University. I've been teaching and researching in the areas of, among other things, corporate law, corporate insolvency law, and equity and trusts. Since I retired back to Australia about a half a year ago, became associated with UNE as an adjunct person. So I know you and I have been talking about and working with some people on an indigenous corporation project. Maybe we could, you could talk and talk about that project for the students as to what we're going to be doing moving forward or some of the ideas that we talked about in that project. Hmm. So in, in relation to this topic, yeah, in the 2006, I think, a new piece of Aboriginal People's um, Corporations Act was enacted, okay? And that was because the old act, the so-called Aboriginal People's Corporations and Associations Act, did not work well, okay? Mm. So the new act has changed the way of the not-for-profit Aboriginal People's Corporations governed, okay? Now, so, for example, you know, the um, approach that the government has adopted is more sort of paternalistic. Yeah. And for the, the, you know, the new measures were adopted for the purpose of addressing some of the uh, governance issues, okay, that Aboriginal people's, uh, co- Aboriginal corporations have experienced. But we are not sure the extent, about the extent to which these new measures have worked. Okay, mm. and that's that's why. And generally speaking, there's the research in this area of law is understudied, and so that's why there is a need for us to undertake some research in this area. Like there are two, like there are various types of Aboriginal people's corporations. Mm. They are for-profit corporations and not for-profit corporations. Okay. Now, the act we were talking about is one for not-for-profit organizations, okay? These type of organizations are basically set up to provide services to indigenous people, like medical centers, mm. language centers, uh, and so on and so forth, and also hold native titles as trustees, okay? How these kind of uh, corporations are governed affects the life of Aboriginal people. Okay. 
So that's the significance of undertaking um, this research. Okay. Now I think the first step for us to take is to choose uh, a narrow topic. Mm. Okay. Within the confine of this, you know, this topic. Okay. And the one that I have identified, I have discussed with you guys, mm -hmm. is the special administration provision. It's sort of comparable to administration under Corporations Act. Mm -hmm. But the one under the Corporations Act is for reorganizing the company, is for rescuing the company. It's basically an insolvency procedure. Right. But the one in the Aboriginal People's um, Corporations Act is both for an insolvency act and also, sorry, it's both an insolvency provision, also a corporate governance provision. Yeah. If I'm, yeah. I'm a perfectly financially health company can have governance issues, right? And yeah. that procedure can be invoked by the registrar, okay, to resolve governance issues. So that's a difference. But whether this part of the act has worked, we don't know. So I think it might be a good start to conduct some study. Yeah, um, as you said, the interesting thing about in the, these corporations is that they do mix, they have this governance issue as it relates to the particular services, but then there's this larger issue of working with Aboriginal communities more generally. Yeah, I, I think that is a really fruitful way to look at it. And we'll talk more about that in the future because the one of the interesting things about that is that when it's invoked because yeah we don't even know when a special administrative procedure actually has been invoked for what reasons and yeah. that in itself would be interesting so do you think just in general do you think that the in in this aboriginal corporations as a separate entity as a separate form of uh business organization is it something that you think in your from the work that we've done that needs to be readdressed or do you think that we're going to need to there's going to be changes to the act or do we just not have enough information that's part of the research we're doing a couple of big law firms and accounting firms have mm. produced uh, a report is this act they have made some suggestions okay mm whether some parts of the act should be altered, right? No, but I think their suggestions are made on the basis of some empirical investigations, but these invest empirical investigations were largely in the form of interviews and questionnaires, mm -hmm. right? And, but what you get from interviews is people's views on facts, not the facts themselves. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. eventually we have to base a decision on the facts that yeah. you have, we have obtained through field work and, and so on and so forth, right? Now, so, and they, they, I don't think they have made any, a lot of suggestions in relation to the special administration procedure. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. to confirm, their suggestions, you know, uh -huh. to yeah. um, verify whether they say it makes sense. You have to have, uh, you know, more solid uh, yeah. evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Except that when I give my opinion, it's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, 
<laughs> so, all right. Well, look, I look forward to working with you actually on this project. We've got a team of people together and we're going to be, this is an ongoing project. And I can say publicly, because this will be put on the website that I, I'm honored to work with you, Charles. It's been wonderful to work with you when I met you in Hong Kong and we, we've I had a relationship for some time and I look forward to doing this with you in the coming uh, months. So I appreciate you spending your time. Thanks for listening. We want to hear from you. Please fill out our survey in the link below.